no idea what we're doing. That's why we're winging it. Hello! Hi. What were we going to title this episode again? We made something! Well, yeah, we made something! Um, this episode, I'm particularly super excited about, um, because I weirdly like to talk about my childbirth experience, which is probably really weird, but I guess I like to, sh- to share it because, um, there were a lot of things that happened that, oh my gosh, excuse me, that I did not plan for. So. And what's that? And what's that? Well, we should probably start from the beginning. So we're going to talk about our slash my. Like, let's be honest. This is my childbirth experience. Do you know when people, like married people or not married people, whatever, they go like, we're pregnant. No. You've never heard people go, we're pregnant? I have, but I think it's corny. I think it's dumb because... No, you're not. Only one of you is. Right. And oh. I, I just, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's some cheesy couple thing to say. Yeah. I already apologize for my sniffles. I'm getting over slash still am sick. I don't understand. So I will be sniffling. Anyway, so you think it's corny? Yes. Why corny? That's a weird word to use. Because it's super corny. Okay. How, like, it's the definition of corny. Yeah. Okay, um, so you should start. We're off to a great start. We are off to a great start. I'm going to be like squirrel shiny object because my brain cannot think today. Um, this probably isn't a question people have ever asked because, I mean, we we were married and so when we announced that I was pregnant, I were pregnant, that I was pregnant, I don't think it was necessarily a shock to some people because particularly your dad and my mom had asked us when we were having kids and we weren't even married a year yet yes um so the only shock might have been to people that they thought it was really early but we knew we wanted we wanted kids early and we were gonna actually wait till that first year you remember us saying that we're gonna wait till we're married a year and then really start thinking about it Yes, wait a year so we can do all kinds of fun stuff like travel and... We never said that. We never did that. I never said to travel because I knew that was not going to be a possibility. Either way, we didn't have money even before a child. Yeah, we're poor. (laughs) We still have it after child. Nobody knows. Um, But so... If you want to send us money, that would be great. Venmo. We are not charging you. For our great content. Um, so basically, great content. if you feel like paying us for our product, oh my God. which is this podcast, you can. But we're not charging you. So. Okay, you're... Uh, stop it. Um, so Thea was planned, I guess is the short answer to a long story. Not really a long story. I'm going to have to set up a Venmo account. Stop! Okay, so Theo was fully planned, um, and I was obsessed with learning about everything because I'm the oldest, you're the oldest. I don't really have any, I mean, I have older cousins, but not some that I'm close to. I didn't really know any, um, none of my friends or people I like hung out with 
were pregnant, so I had no idea what to do. Now, I could talk to my mom, but things have changed since, what, 20, how old am I now? Almost 27. 27. Almost. You are 27. No, I'm not. You're almost 28. Stop. Stop. You're going to really get me confused, because I'm not. Because sometimes we're like, wait a minute, anyway. Because I forget how old I am sometimes. Alzheimer's. Stop. No. I'm almost 27, so a lot has changed since then. So I did the typical, you know, buy a couple books. I was on Pinterest all the time. A couple books? I only got, like, two. And then I, you got me one. I got you I one that you, you never one. read because I was so frustrated that you were not invested. I was invested. This no, you weren't. just like the last podcast where you're like, you weren't invested in our wedding. No, I was. No, you, no, I you just weren't. don't read. No, you weren't. I can't read books. You didn't care. You didn't care. I never learned. No, I'm just kidding. I totally yeah. learned and just hate reading books. I despise yeah, it. But I just wanted despise a it. show of something. I'll, I'll read a short article about sports um, mm-hmm. or I will read a screen, but not a book. Yeah, you'll sit and read a screen, but good Lord. The book that got you was cool, too. It was like how, like, Dad's Survival Guide or something like that. And it wasn't even, it was like the width of your finger. Like, it was much bigger than that. But no, anyways, it's not. I, I could did, go up and get I it and show th- you. I flipped through the pages. I saw some pictures. I read some things. Yeah, you you yeah. didn't care. I um, just didn't. I just didn't read it cover to cover. Mm-hmm. I guess we could start a little bit with pregnancy. I didn't. I care, damn it! Sh- shut up. I didn't have like a rough pregnancy, um, but I didn't have a fun one either. For the first three months, I was nauseous all the time. There was no morning sickness for me. It was all day sickness. Um, And the frustrating thing is I never threw up. Like, not even one time. No, I really, really wanted to just to feel better. But I always find it funny that they talk about morning sickness. No, 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 no. Mornings were always pretty good. It was right before I had to leave for work that I felt so sick. And this went on for like three months on and off. And then second trimester hits and boom, it was glorious. So it was like second trimester the best? Yeah. And that's what my mom even said. It usually is the best because you're not overly huge, but your like stomach gets, gets bigger. So like you're not just fat. Or like the third month of the first trimester, you just feel fat. <laughs> Because there's, like, nothing, there's no bump. It's just like, oh, you've gained weight. Cool. Yeah. But the second trimester, you actually start to get a belly, morning sickness, whatever goes away. Well, that, I mean, and that's almost to the point where we hadn't started telling people yet, so. Well, because we, yeah, we didn't tell anybody until um, the end of the first trimester. Because we did. We waited the typical 12 weeks. Early September? It was a year today we told people. Because Facebook memories told me. Remember? Well, with the video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. We but we, it. I mean, we told family way before the video. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like fire convention for my family, but yeah. Whatever that is. We told them and we just hadn't posted it yet. We said that it was that weekend I think we were going to post it. Yes. So it would have been this week, whatever. A year ago. Um, so yeah, second trimester was great. Um, third trimester was okay. Um, But it was still really hard because I got a little bit of sciatica. Um, All right. What the hell is sciatica? Okay. Normal people would know what that means. I don't know what that means. Sciatica is... um, Sounds like a plant. You get like a pinched nerve 
in like your like low back hip region and um, whenever you like hit it wrong it sends shooting pain all the way down your leg um, so that was very painful and like my leg would lock up and usually happened when I tried to walk down the stairs uh, so that was really hard the funny thing you know they always talk about pregnant women can't shave their legs I was always able to do that I could always reach I don't know how but and I never a lot of people said that I looked small that I wasn't except for your dad that I wasn't huge, yeah, except for my dad who said I was pregnant everywhere, which I was like, asshole, thanks. And he was like, I mean this in the most loving way. I was like, mm, it still doesn't matter. <laughs> you basically just told me I'm fat everywhere. Yes, I did gain a lot of weight, but most of my clothes fit the entire time, uh, except for my pants, obviously. Anyway, so we go in for, you know, 36-week appointment. Because at that point, you have to go every week. And the doctor actually asked if I wanted, like, if I wanted to be checked. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. And at that point, I was already, like, a centimeter dilated. Right? Was it, like, one centimeter? Yeah. Already? About. Yeah. And so that was exciting. Um, She asked if I had any Braxton Hicks, which is, like, those false contractions or whatever. I didn't know because it didn't feel like anything, but I said that I felt crampy. And she goes, okay, you know, that's a good sign. And she was very confident just because the way my pregnancy had been going, the way that, um, like, I don't know how to explain, just the way that everything looked down there, she said that everything looked really, really good, that um, she had a very good feeling that I'd be able to go naturally, even early, early. Um, not like bad early, but like wouldn't have to be induced kind of thing. Um, everything was looking great, especially at 36 weeks. I was already dilated. I was like 70% effaced already. Did we ever find out what that meant? I mean, I know what that means. It's like, it's the thinning of your cervix. Anatomy class. It's so like where his face is popping out? Yes, that's exactly what it is. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. But like he... 70% of his face is popping out. <laughs> he was normal and everything. Um, we knew it was going to be a heat. <coughs> We found out right away because we didn't want to wait. As soon as we could. Yeah. Um, we didn't tell everybody until after the baby shower. And then we but told people. Didn't you actually not want to? Not want to what? Tell, or no, not want to find out? At first, I did not want to. And you're like, well, I do. And I was like, well, that's not going to work if one of us knows. And then just. And then we arm wrestled and I won because I'm stronger. It was, it was a close match though, man. You fought hard. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so 30, 36 week appointment. They basically said I had a boring pregnancy, which was a good thing, because it basically meant it was so so normal. We come to thirty seven week appointment. I don't think I was any more dilated, but I was like progressing a little bit. Um, and she still said she goes, everything looks great. If we want, we can um, schedule an induction for thirty nine weeks because you're progressing. And I did not want to be induced. So at this point. My plan was to go naturally because I really wanted to know what that felt like, like being at home and having the, you know, timing, like when are we going to go to the hospital, things like that. I wanted to experience that and know what it was. Um, I didn't want to be induced because sometimes labor can go longer. You're in the hospital longer. It's boring. Um, Not necessarily the side effects of it. We don't know anything about that. Huh? 
Um, like, so that's what I didn't want to do. When it comes to epidural, I wanted to see how long I could feel it out, but I have no indication of my pain tolerance because I've never had surgery, never broken a bone, never had anything super painful. So I don't know what my pain tolerance was, so I want to be able to test it, but I was definitely open to an epidural. Why do you pinch me? To see if I'm pretty sure I have a better pain tolerance than you, you wimp. (laughs) What indication gives you that? Um, Two (laughs) days out of every month. That's what indication. Two days out of every month? Honey, I have horrible cramps. You know that. That gives you indication that I'm a wimp? Yes, because I have a better pain tolerance than you because I can handle it better. You get a cold. You, like, are the typical man flu. You're out. Yeah, the man flu. You know what the, like, the man flu is. I turn into a bitch. You do. Everyone does. Anyway, so... I don't know if I started the timer again. Anyway, okay. Okay. I've completely forgotten where we were at. See, I told you this would be like squirrel because there's so much information. Oh, so my plan. Like, so that was my plan, not necessarily. And I had told you about it. My evil plan. And not necessarily wanted to work with you, but it was kind of like, love you, but these are my decisions because it is me. But I talked to you about it and asked you, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And you did the typical, like, whatever you want. I'm like, okay, fine. You just said it's whatever you want. No, and I think I made only, like, one rule for you in the hospital. No, two rules. Do not be on your damn phone all the time. You didn't make that rule. I've told you that. And then number two is I just wanted to be, like, I wanted to be petted. (laughs) And you said don't don't let them... Do a C-section. Oh, yeah. I, I said I do not want it because I had to remember. I remembered with um, my mom's third baby, so sister number two, um, that they had brought in C-section papers because she was too big or whatever. And mom was basically saying not happening. And she was born like 30 minutes later or something. I don't know. But born right away and... Didn't have a C-section at all. So I was like, I don't, they're going to try to push me for that. But then I remember talking to the doctor and like, that's, they avoid it. They really do. Like unplanned C-sections. When it comes to like safest in birth, they say vaginal delivery, planned C-section, and then unplanned C-section. Not that it's not safe, but like that's And then unplanned vaginal delivery? Yes, exactly. That's how how it is. Um, So that's. Those were all of my plans, I remember. And then 38 weeks. And then 39 weeks comes. And I remember I had a 39-week appointment. Um, oh, at 38 and 39 weeks, they swept my membranes to see if it would induce anything. Nothing. I was not getting Braxton Hicks. I was not. I was getting a little bit more crampy, but really nothing. It just, nothing was happening. Kid was still moving like crazy. So that was always good. But 39-week appointment came. He didn't want to move out. No, he didn't. I remember sitting at the doctor's office being like, so I thought you said this was going to happen. And she wasn't necessarily surprised. I think she just thought it was kind of funny. She's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, everything's right. He just doesn't want to come. Which proves, I think, how how little we know about childbirth. That every woman and every, like 
experience doctor is different. Doesn't know. Well, doctors in general just don't say know. shit, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah probably this," and then it's not. I mean, it's it's not their fault. Like, it is so random. Nobody and then you has get a any bill idea. For Nine thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. Um, so again, I think at 39 weeks, they asked if we wanted to schedule an induction and I said no. Um, and I was doing everything to induce labor at that point. And then I, that, except for eating spicy foods, except for eating spicy foods. Cause I got such bad heartburn. And I had lots of spicy foods. I know. In the house. I just, the heartburn was uncomfortable and I w- was not doing that, but it was bouncing on the exercise ball constantly. Um, I don't even remember what other things. Oh, drinking like tea that I had. I don't what was the tea that you were drinking? Raspberry leaf tea. Was... Raspberry leaf tea. But there's lots of things like you had to drink a ton of it. But I was like, oh, it can't hurt. I like tea anyway. So I drink like maybe a couple cups a night while bouncing on the ball. We would go walk and target in the mall constantly. This podcast I... is not sponsored by raspberry leaf tea because that shit don't work. Well... Nothing works, apparently. Um, Oh, I had someone tell me. (laughs) That was really funny. Um, But I did read. And and the nurse even said, nurse slash doctor, even said that um, having sex would help as well. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't do anything either. So here we are at our 40-week appointment. (laughs) And um, doctor's just kind of like looking good. I think we were, was I three centimeters at this time? We're like right under three About centimeters. About three, yeah. Yeah. Three centimeters. Um, that dog is getting really annoying. I'm going to go tell this dog to shut the fuck up. Oh. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back. Well, he's quiet for now. Yep. I told him to shut up. And he shuts up. <laughs> for now. We'll see how long it lasts. He's scared of me. He doesn't want me to come back out there. I feel like I'm hearing him now. Anyway, I don't even remember where we left off. Oh, so we're at our, at our 40-week appointment, and they asked if we want to schedule um, an induction or go to 41 weeks. Um, and at this point, I'd actually been super uncomfortable. Yes. And was just sick and tired of it. Um, and I said, nope, I want to schedule an induction. So that was Tuesday. And we scheduled for Friday night. Why I went night, I'll never know. Um, I was not allowed to sing the duck song around the house, because Kay would get mad at me. Song. The one that goes waddle waddle, any waddle away. Because you don't tell a pregnant woman like waddle, like that's just common sense. I don't have a lot of common sense. No, you don't. Like this. Okay, now I'm gonna get mad because I already feel feel like shit. I know I look like crap as well. Like I just feel fat, and here you are saying waddle waddle. Like it's it's the movement. It's not the, it's not the size or anything. Ducks waddle and they're tiny. I know, but it's just super annoying. Even my sisters do that too. They're like, oh, you're waddling. Like, that's not, don't ever, don't ever tell a pregnant woman or mention anything about waddling. Like, it is, you may not think it's a big deal. We're already so uncomfortable. We don't feel good. We don't think we look good at all. So please do not ever mention the word waddling or anything. To a pregnant woman. Because they're going to want to punch you in the face and cry at the same time. Like, I'm going to want to punch you right now. Okay, that's my public service announcement. Um, now you learn anything. Uh, okay, also. 
or back back to the story. So you got we're any at, grapes? Got any grapes? <laughs> Actually, we do have lots of grapes. Um, so that's forty, yeah, forty week appointment Tuesday. We schedule it for Friday, um, hoping that and I joke with the doctor all the time that we'd be in the hospital before then. And she goes, I hope too. Um, and she goes, maybe I'll like, I'll hear that you're in the hospital tonight. Like, oh, that that'd be great. Because she did another membrane sweep as well. Yeah. Those things were not working at all. And painful as hell. My lordy. So here we are, Friday night at home. <laughs> Nothing is happening. Um, and the time is coming for us for the induction. And we've had the bags packed. We packed them Thursday night. Or was we it packed Friday? them like two weeks before. Yeah, they were totally packed. But I went through everything again. To make sure we had everything. And Friday night comes, and I think it was like for 7, right? Okay. Yeah, for 7 o'clock, we were supposed to go check in. Um, 6 o'clock rolls around, and the hospital ends up calling me and saying that um, they're not going to be able to do the induction. The beds are full. And my heart sank. But I was also, like, relieved a little bit because I was getting really nervous. But my heart sank because I was like, great, he's not, he's not coming tonight. Um, so then, um, I think we are just hanging out. I had tried taking a nap that day, but could not sleep or do anything. Couldn't fall asleep. I don't know why. Um, so we, I think we were just hanging out. I was playing video games. And then it was like 6.45. They call me back and they say, we have a room. When can you come in? And I was like why well, I can come now. <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll see you around like 7.15. And I was like, okay. We stopped at McDonald's because I was like, I'm, they're not going to let me eat. Well, no, I, had, I, I shoveled down my leftovers from lunch earlier that day. We went yep. to Olive Garden. Had a great, great That's right. lunch. Um, and I had some leftovers, naturally, as you do when you go to Olive Garden. And so I'm like, shit, I don't know when the next time we're going to be home is. Better eat these. Yeah. It was a good idea. So we uh, ran to McDonald's because I wanted food. We were hungry, and it was at night. I hadn't napped, which was mistake number one. So I was super-duper tired. I'd barely eaten anything, but I was, like, hopped up on adrenaline. I didn't need to eat anything. So we get there and need to be induced. I think we officially got there at, like, 7.30. Got in and everything. Um, and that's when it started to feel real, but yet at the same time, like not real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a very like weird experience, especially with like your first kid and you don't, you like, you have never been in maybe a room with someone like I never have. I had no idea what to expect. The plane was still there. We were just getting induced, but mm-hmm. I knew it was probably going to be longer, which is super frustrating and we we're going to be bored. So I was going to try to sleep. Um, but already I was so like hyped up. I couldn't sleep. And then by the time the contractions actually started kicking in, um, it was already, I couldn't sleep. It was too late. Yeah. I, I couldn't sleep at all. And you did fall asleep. I did fall asleep because I was <clears throat> so tired. I don't remember a lot um, because it was in the AM. What I do remember is um, I did have a friend who, she had her son like, was there a four, four month difference? Three months difference? January, January. Oh, yeah. February, March, April. Three months difference. 
So I was asking her a lot of questions, and she is she was so transparent, which was great. Um, and she had she had said that your modesty goes out the windows, but the nurses is, is great. Now I'm typically a modest person, so I was like, oh, that's gonna be really hard for me, and it was. But at the same time, I didn't care because I was in pain, and the nurses do like this kind of stuff all the time. So modesty definitely did go out the window. Again, very awkward. But the nurses but they were great. The nurses were so sweet. They're some of the best people um, I had met. The very first one, I want to say her name was Molly. Yes. Was it? Okay. Molly. She was there for the most part, I felt like. Of that segment. Of, of like induction and I remember I got into the tub for a while and she helped with that because the pain was really bad. That The tub helped a lot. Molly and then it was the older woman like. I don't remember. Sarah. Or... I don't think there was a Sarah. No. The names don't really matter. Um. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, but they were all just, just fabulous. I actually saw three different doctors, none of which were mine. No, all, I, all I women. No, no diversity though. I don't like it. Ah, that's <laughs> so awkward. Uh, that would be weird if a male nurse came in. He probably <clears throat> there'd probably be very, very few women who would want a male nurse. Would be the hard thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I'm sorry, but I do not We'd request. Be, it's yeah. just. Nothing against them. It's just weird to me. Um, but they were so good. I remember getting into the tub. Apparently, I fell asleep in the tub. Yep. Don't remember that. We watched Crazy Rich Asians twice. Well, just the one time then, and then the next day, because you forgot you watched it the day before. Yep. yep. <laughs> I remember starting it, and that's about it. And, and then you're like, oh, I, I never finished the movie. I only started it, and then we stopped watching it. And I'm like, no, you watched the whole thing. Yep. Don't remember it. Um... <laughs> And it's not that I don't remember. It's mostly, like, sleep deprivation because it was in a.m. Okay, so that was Friday night. Um, and now it's Saturday afternoon. Your dad was already in town because we thought we would... Morning, have, yeah. That morning. We thought we'd have a kid. Here comes Saturday afternoon. Still no baby. And it was... What well, was... It was Friday, um, 3 a.m., right? When I cried epidural. Yep. I was done. And the reason being, um, the pain was intense. I think at some point I started to have back labor because my back started to hurt so bad. And you know how everyone tells you, oh, you can do anything for two minutes or one minute. Like, that's how long contractions last. You know, and then you get a break. Yeah, that'd be great. If I got a break. I was not getting a break. Um, And I don't know if that's because of the Pitocin and being induced and stuff like that. Or what was going on. But there was... It was definitely intense. I felt that. But it never went away. I never felt like I got a breather. It was constant pain all the time. Which is why... I did try the laughing gas. So they do have that. And I did want to try that as an option. Did Um, not make her laugh. The first breath I took, I felt extremely dizzy. And I I do not like (laughs) feeling dizzy. Which is why I don't like... I don't like the feeling of being drunk either. So... I took one breath of that and immediately felt like I was losing control. And so I was like, nope, epidural now. And the nurse was like, uh, so the anesthesiologist has two women in front of you. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to have to deal with this. I think I actually did start crying a little bit at this point because I was frustrated, tired, and I wasn't getting a break. And I remember turning to him and being like, I thought there was supposed to be a break. I thought I was supposed to get a break. Or like telling that to the nurse. 
I just remember saying that, and I was like, I'm getting no breaks. And the nurse kind of looked at me like, oh, that's normal. <laughs> I was like, this isn't fair. I was, I read this. I was told this. And this isn't what's happening. This is not in my plan. Um, so, finally got the epidural, though. And that was great. Felt glorious afterwards. Um, I have heard stories of it not going right and only half your side is numb. Or something like that. Nope. Completely numb afterwards. I was in such a better mood. I couldn't feel anything. I think I finally slept. Yes. I could finally sleep. For Um, a couple hours, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... And the weird thing is, like, I I was probably, like... She probably got more sleep than me. Because I'm, like... I'm just to the point where I'm just, like, wired off of, like... Oh, here's the best thing about being in, like, the, you know... The delivery room, recovery room, um, is there's like a little like lounge area or like kitchen area where there's all the free Coke and Sprite you want. So I was just like wired up (laughs) on like all kinds of pop and little cups of ice cream. Uh, I actually didn't have any of that, but I I probably had in the, what, three, four days that we were there. Was it four? The four total days that we were there, I honestly probably had seven gallons of Pepsi. (laughs) Yeah, you had so much. Or Coke. I honestly don't remember you being there a lot. Um, you... Because I was refilling my... <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you see a lot of things like husbands being there, like rubbing backs and things like that. And I bet you were. Because yeah. I know you weren't hands off, but I honestly don't remember that a lot of you being there. I remember being in pain, holding your hand a couple times, feeling you on your back. But I remember the nurses, I think, being there a little bit more. Nothing against you. I just remember them because they were asking me questions and talking to me. Um, and I don't think you would have done anything to help my pain anyway. But So I got the epidural. Felt great. Um, I remember... So that was like 3 to 5 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Um, and then by that afternoon... We still had no baby. Things were progressing very slowly, which I figured was because of the induction. That tends to be what happened, which is why I didn't want to be induced. Um, And it wasn't until then... uh, What was it? Like... Oh my gosh, I'm trying to do math in my head. No, it it was about 3 p.m. Saturday. Yeah, that's right. About 3 p.m. Saturday... Where finally got the okay, okay, you're 10 centimeters dilated, we're going to start pushing. Like, sweet. Sounds like a plan. How does this work? So at this point, it really starts to feel real to me because they had rolled in the cart. Um, and the doctor had actually come in to check everything. Mm-hmm. And the nurse was like, okay, here's how we're going to do this. And because I didn't feel anything, she was going to tell me when contractions were. Um, and because my tractions were a little bit longer, she said they were, that I could get an extra push. In yeah. There or Cause you like could that. typically yeah. do three or something. She said, if you want, you can go four. Um, and that was my goal. Like I was like, hell yeah. Like let's get going. Um, they probably said this to everybody, but like the first time I did, the nurse was like, oh, you did really good. Like, good job. Yeah, that's really good. Like, she didn't have so many. I don't know. If, I just felt really proud I of myself. did so good. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I know how to do this. I'm going to call my mom now. Tell her I did good. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so I remember that. And then um, this went by in a blur. Three hours go by of pushing. I don't, it didn't seem that long at all. And the whole time we were watching Impractical Jokers. 
oh, that's right. That's right. In between. And the nurse was even laughing with us, which yeah. was which was great. Um, so three <clears throat> hours go by and the doctor comes in um, and he hasn't dropped. And what that means is he hasn't dropped like into the pelvis. Um, like he, she could feel his head. Well, they, the doctor could feel his head at 36 weeks. She mm-hmm. said that like her finger brushed him, whatever. Um, and he was also kind of turned. So I remember her trying to turn him. Which was actually not necessarily painful because I couldn't feel anything, but uncomfortable. Hmm. I remember her trying to turn him, and I was just like, "I don't like, rem- really remember that part." Shit is like your whole hand up to your elbow up in there because that's kind of what it feels like right now. It I was, was probably great. getting a coke. You probably were not there. Yeah. Um, so his head had not dropped, um, and I remember her looking at me with this kind of sad look because she knew I did not want to do a C-section. Also, none of these doctors were actually my primary. My doctor was out on maternity leave. <laughs> So she wasn't there. Um, so she looked at me and was like, I think we're going to have to do, um, we're going to have to do a C-section. And I looked at her and I was like, is there anything else that I can do? Is there like a different position, something else I can do? And she said, um, there's, you know, we can probably get you like, get you on your hands and knees and see if that will help him to move, to drop. Um, and I was like, okay, it was at this I'd point like that we're it. switching nurses too, I think. Yep. Yep. Nurse, uh, shift change was coming and we got a new younger nurse and she was there Hillary. for that part. Hillary was her name. Yep. I remember she was blonde. I remember her face. Um, With glasses. Yep. And I felt so awkward because here's this new nurse, Dr. Dishlet left. And at this point I start crying like, oh, I'm just going to make her start crying again. Um, because I, this is not what I wanted. You know, I wanted to experience having a child i wanted to see him like come out and like be able to hold him afterwards like that's i wanted the typical stereotypical experience and i was pissed because i didn't understand why this was happening i don't know why i'm getting so upset but i was mad um and so we did that for an hour and while i'm crying because I'm leaned over on a peanut ball on all fours, seeing if that will help. Uh, I remember the nurse, Hillary, I guess is her name, um, rubbing my back. And I don't necessarily remember what she said, but she was just like, it's going to be okay. Like, he's coming out no matter what. And I try to focus on that a lot. And I remember you putting my, my back as well, too. Um, so then an hour goes by. And I'm like, I got this. Like, he's coming out. I can do this. I told my body what to do. It's going to listen. Um, she comes in and she gets she gets real with me. She says, um, your tailbone is a little too far forward. Um, there's not enough room for him to come down into. And she goes, "There's, he's, he hasn't moved at all. We're going to have to do a C-section. And this is after four hours This is after four, because, and they won't let you go past <clears throat> four because it can get dangerous. So after four hours, um, and then I saw them like wheel the heat cart out and that broke my heart as well like the little thing that they usually Mm -hmm. put the baby on the incubator the little incubator yeah um that hurt as well because i was like i felt like i had failed um but when but i tried to tell myself i was like it's not it's not my fault because something's messed up with my tailbone i guess which i've fallen on my butt several times maybe it's broken (laughs) okay maybe it's my fault um so they come in and they get the papers to sign. They give you the outfit to put on. They tell me. They give um, me the outfit to put on. They yep. give me like this like goofy like 
Well, it's like a scrub out. Yeah. Whatever. It's just to protect your clothes and everything. Um, and they say that, that I'm going to go in, then you're coming in later. Um, that was an experience in itself because I've never had surgery. I've never broken a bone. So this would technically be my first surgery. Um, this is my first time really being in a hospital since yeah. I was born. I've never been in, a, unless like seeing my siblings, like they've been overnight in the hospital before. I've never been in a hospital. I've only been to an ER once. Like that's it. So this whole thing was very strange to me. Um, so we get in the OR and they had it right there. Um, and I do remember a man being in there and already I felt weird. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the anesthesiologist. Oh, he was cool as shit, though. He was so cool. So, But here's the weird thing is I was completely exposed. Bright <clears> lights <throat> and everything. It was cold from not just the waist, like top of belly button down. Mm-hmm. Just completely out there. And here's the anesthesiologist helping. But he was he was the sweetest. He was back behind the curtain. which Dude, You could see everything. Yeah. Um, but he asked me questions. Like he was like, "Do you do you want to see them pull him out?" I said, "Yes, I do." But and he goes, "Do you want to see anything before that?" I said, "No, I don't." <laughs> so they had a they had like plastic curtain and then um, a curtain beforehand. Those so they were gonna take him out, put it down so I could see them um, pull Theo out. And he explained to me how um, like the anesthetic would feel that it would feel cold down my back. They're just kind of putting it in the epidural line I think or something like that um that was gonna feel cold I was gonna feel like this 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 and then he talked to you about what was gonna happen because they well, had a I, camera yeah. too I was, say, I was just com- kind of coming into the rooms because yeah they kind of like you left me later. stranded for a while <laughs> I'm like all right they're like yeah just go in the waiting room and I'm like fuck yeah so you came in later so Can they I ha- get another coat? yeah right <laughs> so they had an incubator and the cool thing is when when they take him out and put him in that little incubator thing um there is a camera and that's over by like me so that i can see them like mm. clean him off and things like that which is really really nice really yeah oh. and i had actually requested skin to skin and that never happened that was one thing that i did get frustrated by I'm getting on Yelp right now. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mercy Hospital, come on. Um, that was one thing that did frustrate me. Um, but I did get nauseous with the anesthetic. And he said, if you feel nauseous, let me know. I said, I feel nauseous. He goes, <laughs> he goes, okay, tell me when you think you're going to throw up. And right away, I was like, no, I'm going to throw up. Like, I don't, like, yeah, I feel nauseous, but I've been holding it in at this point. I feel like I'm going to throw up. So he gave me the nausea meds right away, and it didn't throw up. Um, but it was very weird because I felt no pain. But was waiting to feel pain because I could feel everything else, like the pressure and and things. It was just weird. Um, and then they pulled him out and they put the thing down, and that was really weird. And of course, I like couldn't stop crying. I was crying constantly seeing him, and I remember the anesthesiologist had a tissue and was wiping my face. <laughs> I thought that was so sweet. He was the best. He, yeah, he was he was super, and he was like an older guy too, but he was I mean, super he was, sweet. He was in his like probably early to mid forties. Yeah, he wasn't an older guy. Yeah, well, I don't know. <clears throat> no, I would thought he'd be more like fifties. No, honestly, he, he was just really? graying young. I think. Okay, I didn't really see his face much. He just kind of had like a gray little scruffy beard. Yeah, like, yeah. He um he explained a lot <clears throat> of what was going on, 
he said, okay, they're just, they're, they're, they're doing this, they're doing this. Oh, they're getting, like, not in a lot of detail, but he explained things so that I think I would keep calm. And it was, he was just really great. So they pulled Theo out. And the doctor held him for the longest time, which was great. And I could see because they now had the clear curtain up. And I was crying like crazy. He looked like a frog. (laughs) He did because he was kind of all just like his legs were pulled up and whatever. And he looked disgusting and all that that kind of stuff. And And then they brought him over. And then that's when you went over right away. So, yeah. So, they threw him on like a scale. And they said, like, nine pounds and two ounces. And I'm like, hey, he's nine pounds, two ounces. And I just hear, holy Holy shit. (laughs) And the doctors all start laughing. And then the doctor who was in with me, she she was in the the OR as well. And she said, no wonder he couldn't fit. (laughs) And I was like, yep, that would explain it. Um, And then, yeah, they just kind of cleaned him up and... And then he started peeing all over the place. And they're like, well, that works. (laughs) Um, And then they gave him to me to take over to mom. And that was super awkward because I, like, like, had never held, like, a brand newborn before. So I didn't know, like, what to do. so awkward the first time. So I'm like, I don't even, like, how do I turn it? Like, (laughs) I don't know how to get it there. I teach you so many things. Yeah, I was like, I don't, don't, like, I don't even know how to, like, I don't know, like, how much am I supposed to hold this neck? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. So, yep. And then I was like, all right, well, we're going to take a picture. Like, can you, so I was like, I looked at the anesthesiologist and I'm like, can you like take the, uh, the, you know, the thing off my, my, uh, mouth. So like the, you know, the little mass thing. And he's like, yeah, sure. So he like put it down cause I was holding the kid. Um, and then like, oh, yeah, all right, so I'm done. Can you can you put it back? So he did it again. And then I'm like, oh, it's getting itchy. Can you adjust it? <laughs> like, it was so, yeah. Um, and I had a pretty, I think, pretty big beard at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just really awkward. But, yeah, I just, I felt super awkward holding this baby. It's a great explanation of holding your son for the first time. I felt super awkward. Oh, me, I'm I didn't crying. Even, I didn't even know him. This did you cry? Crazy. Nah, no. You didn't cry at all when you saw him? No. Or when they pulled him out? No. Don't lie like, to me. Don't I'm just lie like, to I'm, No, I, I didn't. I was just like, his head's kind of weird looking. Is that normal? Like, do they all look like... Because his head, like... All right, you are now officially a shitty father. <laughs> his head his head looked like... Uh, it was like a like like cone-shaped it was, head. It was like, yeah. Well, yeah, it was like the shape of an eight because it kind of balled out and then it, like, went in and then it, like, came back out. I'm like... What the heck? Like this this better be normal, right? Or no. Yeah. I shouldn't say an eight. It kinda looked like a gourd. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a normal And they're, they're thing. like, Yeah, he's you know, he's got his cone head and I'm like, Alright, thank thank God that this is a thing and he's not just weird. <laughs> no, that is a thing. Good God. <laughs> so, um he had a ton of hair. Oh gosh, yeah. A ton of black hair. And in that's right. And the nurses, whoever who were in there, actually had asked, "Did you have a lot of heartburn?" And I said, "Yes, I did." Because that's a wives' tale that um, if you have a lot of heartburn, then your baby has a lot of hair. But it's like one of those wives' tales. But the nurses say that no, we've actually we find that to actually no, be true. Most yeah, most people <laughs> like we've even talked to since then. With like after we showed him the baby, they're like, "Oh my god, did you have a lot of heartburn?" Like I, I did. My, you know, my kid had whatever. Yeah. So we just heard it a lot that it's like we, we think it's true. 
Yeah, and the nurses were like, "We just we think it's a it's a true statement." And so I did have a lot of heartburn with him. Yes, you um, did. That's why you didn't eat the spicy food. That's why I didn't, I didn't want to do it. Down in Tom's like crazy. So, and I think they took you and him out. And then yeah, and then we got banished because I had to get sewn back sewn up, up, which sucked. Yes. So I'm yeah I'm sitting there alone and there's my dad in the waiting room. So I just. And they're like, he can come in, just whatever. So he comes into our little room. Um, and we're, yeah, we're like looking at the kid. And he's like under under the light in the incubator. Um, he was all swollen. But he like like was starting to open his eyes mm-hmm. and like look kind of cute. And I'm like, all right, this is pretty awesome. So. Yeah, because I'll be honest. Sometimes newer babies are kind of ugly. And yes, I'm probably biased. But I thought our baby was yeah, he pretty was pretty cute. Pretty cute. As a newborn, he's way cuter now, though. Yeah, but like I look the, at pictures. almost like the little sounds he made was like the see because he he like oh, he gosh. like even his cries were like kind of cute because they're just like eh, eh, <laughs> they were so eh. pitiful. <laughs> he had pitiful. Little he was cries. he was like a weak little like yeah. yeah little squeaks. So we yeah so because I had a C section, stayed in the hospital. We didn't leave till Tuesday. Yeah, it was like three days. Yeah, we didn't live to, and that's what happens. After um, the one day, so it was like four days yeah. total. So that, because, oh, so he was born Saturday, 8.02, 8 p.m. 8.02, you got induced when? Uh, Just Friday before eight. at like seven. <laughs> so that's what, 20 hours of labor, four hours of pushing. Roughly, yeah. And birth. Yeah, it was... None of it was in my plan. C-section so it was like wasn't. all the pain of a regular birth and <laughs> yeah. then a C-section. <laughs> yeah. The induction. Um, and that's not even the start. Nobody, I, no one had ever talked about it and I had never read about the recovery of a C-section. Yes. Um, well, you knew it would be longer. So here's, here's the tough part that I'm still trying to deal with now. Um, at my six-week appointment and the doctor even the next day, then talk to me about, um, not necessarily future kids, like thinking about it, but because of what had happened, them saying that my tailbone was a little farther, that I most likely would never be able to have a vaginal birth, which <sighs> broke my heart again, still does. Um, and at, my at least si- now we know next time. Yeah, and so they said it would be have to be like a scheduled C-section. So at my six-week appointment with my doctor, she said, you know, what is your plan for another kid? Would you like to have like a vaginal birth or what? And I said, that is my ultimate goal. And that's when she said, you know, we would prefer a plan C section because it seems like, you know, um, you just don't like your, your bone structure is not made or she said it in a much nicer way. Um, but it hurt a lot. And then, and then I was like, well, if I had a smaller baby, would that be able to? And she goes, it could, but we just don't know. We won't know. Um, she did say from now on I will have to have a growth ultrasound to see how big the baby is. They don't do that now unless there's a reason to. And with Theo, he was such a boring, normal birth. Yeah. There was no need to. So they never really knew how big he was. Which, again, is the funny part that a nine-pound baby and everybody said that I looked small. And he was huge. Which goes to show another thing. Like You, you just don't know. You really have no idea. Um, and a lot of people said I was having a girl because I was carrying... High or low? I don't know. But I have a small torso. One of the other. So it's hard to tell. Um, so, and when the doctor I said, like, if I have a smaller baby, will that help? She goes, yeah. But typically, Odds are. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. 
but typically um, your second baby is a pound to a pound and a half bigger so we're probably looking at a 10 pound kid huh that's <laughs> just is like hmm, okay <laughs> so, she said probably though yeah, probably and you never know everything changes um with um like your second pregnancy is so much different even though it's the same person that's why i think doctors really we have no idea about childbirth and we can think all these things but if the baby's not ready baby's not ready and things are different it's just you you never know so um the recovery from the c-section was very very difficult i never realized how much you use your abs to just sit up in the bed and here's what's frustrating to me i originally wanted five kids Tyler does not agree with this nope never did i wanted kids I don't mind having a C-section. It's the recovery afterwards. It's six hard weeks. Um, it happened yesterday. You probably don't know this. Um, I still have pain every now and then. Not bad pain, but kind of like, oh, that that hurt a little bit. I had it yesterday along my incision line um, hmm. on this one spot that I all that I always had pain at for a while, and it still is there. And I know some women who get what they call like phantom pains or there's numb spots or something like that. I don't understand. It is October. Spooky season. (laughs) Spooky pains. Um, So that's the thing that worries me the most, I guess, is trying to not just have a newborn, but recover from a C-section with a newborn and a toddler. So two is good, four years apart? Not four years apart. No. Really? You just want your family. (laughs) I want my family. Um, so that you is wanted the, five kids how many what is that your family whatever anyway um so we just everything is my, my whole plan went out the window and future kids the way i had planned out went out the window and i am a planner um so i think i'm still trying to deal with how having a future kid and how my body isn't to me my body is not worked or made to have kids. Which it is, but to me in my head, I keep telling myself that it's not, which I know it's not true. And so that's a really hard thing that to actually deal with. Um, I don't think I've ever, like, told you this before. No. But it really, I, like, oh, I'm going to start crying again because I'm an emotional wreck. Um, it's a really hard thing to, like, deal with. And so my doctor said I'm not even allowed to get pregnant till after nine months. So we're. Which I thought she is, said after a year. Which is no, she said nine months. Oh, that's my friend's doctor told her a year. Oh. Like different doctors will tell you different things. Mine said nine months. Um. So, which we're not planning. I mean, we're gonna have more kids, but we don't. We don't know when right now. We got so much stuff up in the air. Moral of the story: Don't plan shit. Don't. Yeah. Right. It's like don't plan stuff. I mean, I think it's good to have a plan, but really understand that things. Throw out your planners. Yeah. Delete the calendars on your phone. Just live life Mm -hmm. like there's no... And know that other women... Like, my friend who had her baby three months beforehand, she was literally the same way. Hers was a little bit different situation, but her plan was thrown out the window. She had an unscheduled C-section. I think her boy actually got stuck. I don't know if he actually came down or what, but her terms terms were... A little bit different. He got stuck. And she had an emergency C-section, so... And everyone recovers differently, and I just remember that being being hard, but... Uh, 
childbirth sucks and is awesome at the same time <laughs> yeah it's hard to explain that's cool and then after that we spent three days in the recovery room just hanging out watching movies you had to pull me People up several visited. times i i had a lot of pain i did not have fun at all i was in pain constantly so. i had a lot of coke <laughs> and yep. coca-cola yeah wow Wow. <laughs> Don't know if anybody else got that, but... Come on, if you yeah. can get that, that means other people got that. Maybe. Um, so I know this This was probably just mostly me talking. And that was because... I had I mean, Coke. I did most, <laughs> That's it. I did most of the work. Um, I had Coke and then I held a baby. Yeah. But... And then we... I, you know. It was difficult. I would def. There are definitely probably more details. I am so open about it. I don't care. But that is my little childbirth story, how nothing went to plan. Usually, apparently, it doesn't. And I'm interested to know how number two goes. So, give us ideas for yes. what we should talk about. In Send us money next... on Venmo. Stop it. No, what we should talk about um, next. I know we were maybe going to talk about um, marriage qualities, which basically just means... What does that mean? Qualities that we think are important in a marriage. Things like that. Like, I wouldn't marry you if you didn't have this quality or something like that. Or that we think are important for a healthy marriage. Um, I really want to talk about gender roles in the marriage. I don't know if we'll talk about that one already. But that one really interests me. Ooh, spicy. Mmm. Salty. So I want to talk about that one. Give us ideas on our Instagram at wingingitfam. Um, and don't plan shit. And don't. Nope. Don't plan anything. I'm trying to plan this podcast. You should probably do that. Whatever. I need to go to bed. All right. Love you, baby.